when the show finishes, there's something in the air about the, the moment that audiences and artists went through together. A feeling in the air of gratitude and love. I used to go back and forth to my school in San Diego. 4 a.m., wake up. 5 a.m., my grandma arrives home and prepares for school. 6 a.m., leave the house. Back and forth, back and forth. We are making something happen in a way that we are being told all the time shouldn't be possible, and we are proving that it is possible, and that really beautiful things can come out of the effort to connect across the difference. Empezamos a dialogar sobre la posibilidad de contar las historias cotidianas de la frontera. From KPBS and PRX, this is Port of Entry. Where we tell cross-border stories that connect us. I'm Alan Lilienthal. And I'm Natalie González. Theater has always been used by artists as a tool for reflection and social transformation. It's a space you can go to laugh, think, feel, and sometimes even cry. The thing that is powerful to me about theater is that it opens up the possibility of getting inside the experience of someone whose experience you might not expect to be inside of. This is Jessica Bauman. I think there's something really magical about the actors and the audience being in the same room together, that it essentially forges a kind of temporary community that allows us to go on journeys that we wouldn't otherwise have an opportunity to go on. Jessica here is the co-director and co-creator of the Frontera Project, which is an interactive bilingual theater experience that engages the audience in a conversation about life at the U.S.-Mexico border. I started out wanting to come to Mexico after the child separation policy of the previous administration became public, and I really felt like I couldn't let what my government was doing speak for me. And I felt like I had to show up and speak for myself in some way. Jessica received a travel grant from Theater Communications Group, a national organization that promotes communication among professional community and university theaters in the U.S. This grant was supposed to help nurture new relationships across borders for American theater artists. I got that grant and sort of came to Tijuana without really knowing very much about what to expect when I got here. And I realized when I got here that everything I thought I had understood about the border was wrong. Today in Port of Entry. We continue with stories about crossing the border to change minds. In this episode, we introduce you to a group of artists from the border who are boosting the theater scene in Tijuana and sharing that theater scene across the border. Thank you for listening. No 
Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year, we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, we've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. What I discovered, what I got to Tijuana was this incredibly rich and exciting culture of people who live here and are deeply rooted here. This was really a revelation for me. It was not a story that was getting told in any of the media that I could consume or that I had access to. And it kind of blew me away. I fell in love with the people I met here and the whole world of arts and food and culture and life that I found in Tijuana. And I felt like I have to get the word out to people like me who don't even know what they don't know. Jessica felt like she had to create a theater project that could tell that story to people like her who didn't have a clear image about life along the border. Mm -hmm. She first reached out to Ramon Verdugo and Jesus Quintero, the directors of a well-known theater company in Tijuana called Tijuana Hace Teatro. And after lots and lots of video calls and endless brainstorming with a bunch of workshops in Tijuana and San Diego, they came up with the Frontera Project. We had kind of decided that we wanted to do something where we worked with artists who had connections to both sides of the border and that we wanted to do something that would reach audiences who didn't have a firsthand experience of the border. We wanted it to make sure that everyone we worked with was able to do their best work. And that meant using whatever language was most useful to anyone in the moment. And so they knocked down a wall separating the two different languages. And so from the very beginning, the room that we're, any room we're working in has gone back and forth between English and Spanish. I would say most of the time, it's been maybe 75% Spanish, 25% English. Yo soy Ramón Verdugo y soy director artístico de Tijuana Hace Teatro y co-director de The Frontera Project. Ramón is the co-director of The Frontera Project and the artistic director of Tijuana Hace Teatro. It is a theater company founded in 2007 that alternates artistic productions with workshops to introduce people to theater and scenic design. Pensar en compartir una dirección de escena Casi me parecía imposible, es decir, me parecía muy difícil porque no sabía exactamente, a lo mejor al inicio, si íbamos a estar en el mismo canal. La dirección en ese sentido es construir un camino que vaya hacia un punto. 
Ramon mentioned that at first it seemed impossible for him to direct a production in two different languages. Yeah, they were each speaking their own language and kind of leaning in to understand what the other person was saying. Maybe Valeria should say, are you sure? I heard gas in California is really expensive. Okay, okay, yeah. Are you sure? Isn't gas more expensive in California right now? And of course there were challenges, especially when it came to taking the production to the U.S. Some of the artists in the project had dual citizenship, but other members of the team had only a Mexican passport, including Ramon. So they had to go through the process of getting a visa to travel to and work in the U.S. Se convierte en una puerta para que yo tenga una visa de trabajo como artista, lo cual hace unos años parecía imposible. La visa de trabajo para artistas es una visa muy exclusiva. Ramon had to apply for an artist visa, which is really hard to get because it's very challenging to prove that you qualify for this type of visa. He also mentioned that the Frontera project was possible in large part because he was able to obtain that visa. Bueno, the Frontera project se da porque yo tengo esa visa. Si yo no tuviera esa visa, probablemente the Frontera project tendría otro, otra línea. Yo creo que la Frontera lo que ha permeado en mí es su dinámica, o sea, es esa posibilidad de decir vivo aquí esto y luego cruzo una frontera y ahora vivo algo diferente, vivo dos mundos, tengo dos tengo dólares y pesos, es decir, siempre fue muy normalizado porque eso sí siempre crucé desde pequeño, entonces normalicé la coexistencia de estos dos territorios. Ramon is talking about what it's like to grow up along this border town and how oftentimes Tijuanenses can normalize the coexistence of these two territories. Así como todas las historias importan, también todos los idiomas importan, ¿no? Todas las lenguas importan y eso me parece que es importante, o sea que aunque se establezcan idiomas y lenguajes que sean universales porque es mucho más práctico para la vida, no dejemos justo de darle su foco y su importancia a las historias en su lengua, en su idioma, porque el ritmo y lo que sucede en el idioma original de las cosas es en sí mismo una riqueza cultural. Que creo Ramón está diciendo que todas las historias importan y todas las lenguas importan también. Y es muy importante para las personas continuar contando historias en sus lenguas nativas porque es una cultural riqueza que no podemos perder o ignorar. In the fall of 2021, the Frontera Project did a little tour around the U.S. to Pennsylvania, New York, and New Jersey. And while they were touring, they offered workshops at different places to students and community groups to share their artistic process. Our audiences were largely white people who didn't necessarily have any connection to Mexico or to the border or to immigration. This is Jessica Bauman again. And I think that one of the things that surprises all the audiences most is how joyful the piece is. That there's music and there's singing and there's comedy. And so they kept spreading the word about border stories that are not being told. We give people opportunities 
to share their feelings with us and to share their perceptions with us. It's really satisfying because it shows us in this very um, kind of clear, unmediated way that people's minds are expanding to include a whole range of stories that they had never considered before. At Swarthmore College in Pennsylvania, one of the students raised her hand and mentioned how grateful she was for the experience. And the thing that was really remarkable about that was that she was Korean. She was and the child of Korean immigrants. And her family had been homeless at one point and her parents had been undocumented. And like it sounded like she had had like, very intense experiences as a child, as, as an immigrant to the, to the United States. But none of the things she talked about were things that we specifically addressed in the show. She felt like the humanity with which we talked about the experience at the U.S.-Mexico border spoke to her as a Korean immigrant. And we were all blown away by that. For Jessica, it is super important that these stories resonate beyond the border. I am extremely aware that the stories in the Frontera Project are not my stories. And I really think of my role as being that my job is to make these stories as accessible to people for whom they may feel distant or foreign or unfamiliar as I can. So how's the artistic scene in Tijuana working out for some of the artistas fronterizos from the Frontera Project? And how was their experience touring in the U.S.? Being an artist here in Tijuana, specifically a theater artist has been like uh, a journey full of surprises. Here I think that being an artist, yeah, it, it makes you an, an activist even if you don't talk about directly political issues. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, we've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. For, for me right now, the theater is like my home, my family, the, the, the people that I love, that I spend time with, the, that I dream about the future with, are my colleagues, are the ones who, who are doing what I love to do. This is Jesus Quintero. 
Quintero is the executive director of Tijuana Ace Teatro and one of the actors in the Frontera project. The sharing, you know, of emotions, of moments together mm-hmm. with my colleagues and with the audience, mm-hmm. I am grateful for every single time that I'm able to, to perform. So those moments are really priceless. But before the Frontera project and before their theater company was created, it was a very different scene in Tijuana. The response to the theaters by, by the audiences was very, very low. We started asking people, and most of them uh, told us it's because I'm not aware that there's a theater being done in Tijuana. This is how the name of their company was created. Tijuana Hace Teatro. Tijuana Does Theater. And so they started pushing the theater scene in the city with lots of productions and workshops for everyone who wanted to learn about or do theater. Before Jessica came, I remember having these thoughts that, hey, there's something, I mean, of course we have all of that, all of what bad news are telling about the city, but where are we, you know? Where's my, where, where are my friends, my, my families? And still, I'm very interested in creating new stories, and stories that portray not just me, but us, hoping that others also find something that resonates with them. Jesus told us that the media is always portraying the negative side of the city, but it is also very important to talk about everything that makes people who live in Tijuana love the city. I could have gone anywhere in Mexico, you know, I could have gone to Mexico City to pursue a career there, but I really love my city and I didn't want to live. It is in our hands to make it better or worse. How many people out there actually know that we are a functional city, you know? And this is how he feels about being part of the Frontera project. To be recognized by some of these audiences as a vessel to portray their experiences or their needs or dreams. And when we were just trying to share some stories about the border, you know? So it, it made me feel like as humanity, we're not that different and that we might even be closer to each other than we think. Hola, soy Lou Best. Mucho gusto. Mucho gusto. Si es amor lo que buscas, mis besos te llevan al séptimo cielo porque soy mujer. My mom is from Mexico City, my dad is from Ensenada, so even though I grew up in Tijuana, uh, my family was very um, South-orientated. Lou Best is one of the other actors in the Frontera project. Everybody's saying that the guys' crosses are like crazy in California. Oh, you're right. California was at the Oh, you're right. I'll just wait till Tijuana. Oh, there's a target! Lou studied theater in Mexico City and did a master's degree in music therapy in France. But her fronteriza essence traveled with her wherever she went. I remember that I had a teacher in France 
uh, when I was doing my my master's in music therapy, I was this teacher was telling me you are really a border being because you always do things kind of in between two other things like you live between Mexico and the United States you live between theater and music uh, you leave live between art and therapy so you're always mm. like a bridge between two different worlds and mm. that I think was the most beautiful description of a border person that I could find even though she grew up in Tijuana Lou says that being part of the Frontera project made her see the border with a different perspective Actually, I have to confess, I, uh, when I was growing up, I was rather a person that wanted to go to Europe and I wanted to go to Mexico City and I, I really wanted to go away. And I didn't see myself as coming back, but I did. I'm really glad that I did. And when I started working in the Frontera, it, it really made me see the border in a different way. It opened my eyes, it opened my heart. And her relationship with the audience. What really surprised me was um, that so many people got moved by the fact that we were talking about the way that people got to the United States. And the fact that a lot of them, in their families or in their surroundings, talking about getting into the state, especially if they came as with no papers, was like a taboo. And a lot of them told us that um, seeing this show opened a door Uh, for having this conversation with their children mm. about how they got to the United States and why they came. We are the Frontera Project, and, and we, we believe, believe in, in the, the power, power of connection. connection. Earlier this year, the Frontera Project performed at the WOW Festival in San Diego. We were there, and after the performance, we talked to some members of the audience. I thought it was wonderful. It was inspirational and informative and, uh, you know, the perfect blend of art and stories and, um, you know, human voices. I think this really helped me understand a lot of the, the sort of details that were hazy for me. I thought it was amazing. The time went by so fast and it was really well done and fast paced and I, I actually learned a lot. I, I guess my first thought was I should go there more often. I haven't been to Mexico in so long and it's so close, you know. Experience the culture and experience everything that they talked about, you know. They're our neighbors. <laughs> I think in some way, like small parts of every uh, of every scene touch me because I'm a border kid as well. Uh, I live in Tijuana. I, I, I've been crossing since since I was a little kid. One scene that uh, he says that when you get in the border bus to go to Disneyland, like I did that when I was a kid, you know. And I used, yeah, I used to cross to, just to go. To Later this summer, the Frontera Project will be performing and teaching workshops at the Folger Theater in Washington, D.C. We are here. Ojos abiertos ante el espejo que devuelve sin pasaporte. These stories matter. This effort that you do every day, waking up at 4 a.m. to take your kid to school the other side, it matters. This is Lou Best again, 
celebrating the stories they tell about life along the border. Uh, this sacrifice that you're making, crossing the border to our lines uh, to have uh, a better income for your family, it matters. We can talk about this. We, we can talk about privilege. We can talk about bad things. We can talk about everything. And we can also um, celebrate the fact that when migrants come here, sometimes the authority, they don't even take care of them. It's the civil organizations that take care of them. And it's the city that takes care of them. And now you see people from all over the world that came and hoping to get asylum, and they're now working in Tijuana. And Tijuana is giving them work and giving them a way of life. So I think that it's a way to acknowledge and celebrate people who make this city. If you want to learn more about the Frontera Project, you can go to thefronteraproject.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at portofentrypod. The opening and ending track of this episode was composed by Hasil Santillan. This episode of Port of Entry was written and produced by Natalie Gonzalez. Adrián Villalobos is the director of sound design. Elisa Barba is our editor. Lisa Morissette is operations manager, and John Decker is the interim associate general manager of content. This program is made possible in part by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, a private corporation funded by the American people. Soy Alan Liliental. Y yo soy Natalie González. Nos, Nos vemos pronto. KPBS On Demand is supported by the Museum of Contemporary Art San Diego, offering visitors to the La Jolla campus special exhibitions, collection galleries, coastal vistas, seaside dining, and more. MCASD.org.